Hello and welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. This podcast is all about magic, metaphysics, mysticism, and the unconditional love of the universe. And I am your host. My name is Trisha Carr. We have a very fun episode for you today. This is a full-length version However, it is a special version at the same time. So if you have been listening regularly uh, lately, you may have heard the last couple of weeks, I did release one of my conscious conversations uh, earlier in the week, about midweek, and then I published here my lives, multi-streams, that I'm going live weekly on um, multiple platforms, my YouTube channel, some Facebook profiles, also it shows up on Twitter. And then I'm posting those here on the podcast feed for your convenience. And even if you watch live, you probably could listen back to the podcast version of it and pick up something new. So that is what I have been doing. And this week is sort of a combination of both. So I invited onto my multi-stream one of my nearest and dearests, and so we sort of had a conscious conversation and live stream right on the, um, the on the multi-stream there, and so I'm publishing that one here for you. So let me tell you all about my guest. Like I said, she is one of my nearest and dearest friends. We have been working together for quite a long time. Her name is Carson Doherty. She is a spiritual coach, channel, and healer who uses her sessions, classes, and workshops to impart intuitive guidance, spiritual teaching, and energy healing and activation. Carson is trained and certified in various forms of intuitive arts and energy healing, including Reiki, and Carson is currently training in methods of mindfulness, stress reduction, and somatic-based psychotherapy. Carson runs her sessions intuitively and based on the client or the group needs. So we talk about the law of intuition because my live streams that I'm doing weekly now, the theme is intuitive living and universal laws. And so that's what we discuss. But we also talk about many other things. We actually end up talking a lot about human design as we are taking some questions off of the feed. And I also talk about my program that is now open for registration. It is called Easy Intuition and Meditation Coaching. It starts November 1st. The link is in the show notes, so you can join us right away. There is an early bird price of this already very affordable program. But I digress as I progress to welcome you into this conscious conversation, this multi-stream with the amazing Carson Doherty. Hi, hi. Nice to see you, everyone. This is Carson Doherty. You are here on our live stream. We are multi-streaming, actually, on YouTube and on a couple of Facebook profiles. Mm. And this is, well, I'm calling it Universal Laws and Intuitive Living. We'll also have this on the podcast, Charmed Life with Trisha Carr. And so, yeah, it's on my YouTube channel, which you could find by youtube.com slash Trisha Carr. And Carson and I were just going to have a little chat about the law of intuition and also about a program that I have. It's officially launching today, Carson, and I'm so excited because you are a part of it. This program is called Easy Intuition and Meditation Coaching. So it is for your, uh, it's a coaching and it's an education program to attune you to an easy 
relationship with your daily intuition, living your life by that, your, by your intuition, by the frequency, the pure, beautiful frequency of your intuition. And the big part of that is meditation. Huge foundational part of that is meditation. So it is that. We'll also be learning some tools of divination for your daily guidance, really just digging deep into this. So if you're brand new to any of these concepts, living in, with your intuition, meditation, divination, and a little human design too, whether you're brand new to it or you are an advanced practitioner, we are going to immerse and we are going to up-level. And how often do you do that? You know, like up-level overhaul? <laughs> Every chance I get started with the very first time and then you just can't, you can't get enough. It's like we're onions and every time you peel a layer back, there's going to be yeah. something new. And not only that, but we get sucked into our daily lives. And sometimes I just need that hook in. I need that accountability. Mm -hmm. I need that co-creation with a group. Um, I need a new way of looking at it that maybe I hadn't and stuff's always surfacing to get to the next level. And all I want to do is, you know, get more into myself. So I'm obsessed with programs like this. <laughs> I want to get more into myself. I'm obsessed with me. Uh -huh. Is that okay? I think it should okay. be. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> I put the link up right there. Um, it's my website is trishacarcharm.com. And then you can find it. It's going to be right on the front page. But also if you go to uh, work with me, it's at the very top of that drop down menu. But it's trishacarcharm.com slash easy hyphen intuition hyphen meditation hyphen coaching. And like you said, be with that group, right? The immersion and being in spiritual community, people who are being vulnerable, <laughs> radically compassionate with themselves. And like you can you can go to one of those coaching sessions or some kind of community gathering of people who are doing this seeking and well work and say nothing, right? <laughs> Just like yeah, I've led groups before and I used to say for people that were really busy, I'm like, you just have to show up. Your life is going to change if you just show up because mm -hmm. you tune into that frequency. I like being a projector, you would think I would love one in one stuff more, but my God, a group, I can just, you know, tune into each frequency and it's like affecting me without doing anything. Yes. Tell everyone what it means to be a projector. So if you haven't yet learned about your human design that is so you're welcome here we are we're in an initiation for you that's <laughs> right carson you remember learning about it and you're like what and then you you know you, you spend some time with it and because at first just like at pretty much any other spiritual concept you might feel a spark of awakening and like almost like oh my god that makes so much sense you'll see i'm not crazy yes mm -hmm. it absolutely is but then the mind immediately goes wait i want to own that that's mine let me let me control it. <laughs> let me hijack it. <laughs> but then you spend time with it and it just starts to change your it starts to change eventually your mind, but it really changes your body. It changes your energy. And so human design is a synthesis of four ancient observational sciences, astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life. And oh, what am I leaving out? Astrology. Did you talk about astrology? Astrology, I Ching, astrology of life, and oh, chakra, the chakra <laughs> the chakra system. <laughs> yeah, so um, you can get your free chart and start to really. The simplest thing is to work with when you look at your chart, your type, which is what Carson's talking about. Her type is projector, and your strategy strategy for Carson is to wait 
mm. an invitation mm. to be recognized for her brilliance, beauty, and talent, and expertise, and mastery, and wisdom, and then be invited. So anyway, that's that's a little uh, a little tidbit about human design if you haven't learned about it yet. And we'll take questions if you have any. If you have started your human design exploration or experiment, we'll take some questions about it. But tell me about how it feels for you to be initiated and working in your experiment mm -hmm. as a projector. I feel like society, society always tells you to do, 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 go, 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 mm -hmm. um, put yourself out there. And I had been living my life trying to live the way that the society has built up and it always felt wrong. I felt mm -hmm. bitter, which is my not self theme. Um, <laughs> I felt unseen. I felt disappointed, um, exhausted. And when I found out that it was better for me to just sit back and wait, I'm like, my entire life made sense. All of my instincts weren't wrong. They were in fact correct. I was just being told that they were wrong. And the second I got to step into it and own it, um, things just became easier. I took the pressure off of myself and I felt myself kind of get into flow more and I felt more confident about it. I'm like, okay, this is okay that I'm doing this because you're, you're told so often for a lot of the types um, that you have to act a way that's so different to the way that you should be. And so to know what I should be doing gave me the confidence to do it, um, even though instinctually that's what I wanted to do anyway. And, you're, and it's still, it's like cyclical. Like there's, like you said, an onion, there's no bottom to the no well. I, I also am a type that isn't meant to do, do, do. I'm a reflector. And I woke up this morning feeling exhausted mm -hmm. and feeling like I, I feel crowded and I feel like I can't stop doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, and if I stop doing, but at the same time I wanna hide, you know what I mean? Which also I can find that in my, my core wounding, my childhood and everything needing to hide. But you know what I mean? Like I really felt it came down to, I'm like, oh, I am I'm in, like responding or reacting to this pressure to do, do, do. And I just don't even have any being inside to execute the doing. <laughs> I love how you use the word crowded. I feel that mm. so often it's like our energy open centers are just like filled up with shit from the outside and you're just like, I can't. And it does, it makes you want to hide. Mm -hmm. And you know, all of this does. So like, this is about universal laws and the law of intuition is one that I feel prompted to chat about today. You know, when we're talking about feeling crowded, we're talking about feeling like we are living outside of what is, um, I mean, appropriate, natural, healthy, good, whatever we want to say for ourselves, then we are taking that outside in, in, um, conditioning into us. We have emotions and feelings that are repressed inside us. So as I talk about our emotional quotient, like the light quotient of our emotional body, how healthy it is, how vibrant and vital it is. And when the, all of that conditioning and repressed negative emotions are existing in our energy, then our intuition is crowded. It is staticky as a pure, beautiful frequency. It's staticky. So when we say, I, I don't, I can't hear my intuition. It's, it's because it exists here deep in our body and the core of our being. And it is a, it is a subtle, I mean, when you are, it's only subtle in comparison to the static, to the bullshit. <laughs> really. 
when all of that is cleared out, and it doesn't have to be every single bit of it, but the moments where we're tapped into it, and that's what we say tapped into it, it's a frequency that we're really listening to, then it works. It totally works. I was thinking about this exact thing in the shower this morning because I was thinking <laughs> about like when I've coached people and I always thought when I was coming into it that it would be about turning it on, um, making it come online, not realizing that it existed with me this entire time, but I couldn't hear it because I was so crowded or I could and I didn't trust it. I didn't recognize it because I didn't understand what my own energy felt like. Um, and it is that subtle, it is that natural. So for me, it was a lot of like calming down, taking things out, deconditioning work that I had to do um, to just be what was natural to me. Yes. And this is, so the universal law of intuition says that you have that frequency, that natural frequency within you that is actually uh, your fundamental, actually Penny Pierce, she uses this phrase, your home frequency. Home, mm. it's your home. And it feels good, it feels natural, it feels uh, comforting, it feels serene, yet very, very awake and alive. So it also has like this excitement to it, it has a certainty to it, it has a ground grounding to it. And the, the reason this is a universal law is because in order for you to be for you to be a being, you have that frequency. It is a, it is a, it is symbiotic with your life force. So it is, it is, if you take it back to the point of creation in John 1, 1, this is just how that paradigm of the Bible um, and also the, you know, the um, Torah before it, because it's the same culture said that in the beginning was the word really just a frequency, a vibration, and the word was with God and the word was God. So it's the point where source energy sought to ex experience itself, be, have creation, because when there's all, then there's really nothing, you know? And then it was, a it was a duplication of the one energy. And so as that duplication, you have that frequency for your very own. And that is intuition. And that is moving and creating and being from the state of what is accurate for you. I love this word accurate and correct mm. instead of should, good, or any of the judgmental ones. So just correct. We say aligned too, but correct. That's a deeper embodied experience. I think when you're saying like, I want to turn it on and I want to hear it. When we're using that language, mm. we think it's all up here in the mind. That's once again, the yeah. mind saying, I own it. It's mine. Let me think it. And that's not what it is. It's really, it's more of a tapped in because it's here. It's like a tapping into the tree sap, <laughs> the, the molasses, the sweet nectar of you. Yeah, it's coming inside versus, I mean, it's a little bit, you know, out there, but it, I, I had definitely thought it would just show up in my mind. I could control it. And that's what I was trying to do. The energy of trying to control versus allowing my birthright yes. to be, just be. Yes, and it is. Thank you for saying that. Birthright. It is your birthright. I mean, it's your being right, even beyond being in a physical body. Mm. But because I mean, the evidence that you are a physical body is that you have this, this true creator frequency, which is your intuition. Let me look at what's going on. I want to say hi, Brad. Hi, Nicole. Oh, yay. Hi, Nicole. And hi, John. Nice to see you guys. Nice to, nice to connect. So <laughs> someone said... I farted passionately and shared it 
with my love to all. Is this someone? Oh, okay. So um, this is someone who is is trolling us. Oh, farted passionately? <laughs> farted. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then he's saying nice. something about being a scammer. So anyway, um, hi, Tiffany. Nice to meet you. That's totally fine with me. You can be here. You can take a piece of this light. You are welcome. We are giving it unconditionally. <laughs> and it does make us laugh, honestly. <laughs> So anybody else who's seeing those comments, just chuckle, just laugh. It's really just fun. You know, when they show up on um, YouTube, you can actually um, kick them off. So, but uh, hi, Tiffany. Nice to see you. Hi, hi. And we'll see. Like peeling back an onion. Yeah, absolutely. Like peeling back an onion. And your engagement ring is fake, he says. That's interesting. Oh, my. <laughs> I don't know. I have one on, too. <laughs> You've got a keen eye. How did you know? <laughs> All right. Well, no more, no more attention there. We don't need it. So, um, Carson, mm -hmm. did you ever hear the episode? This was years and years ago when I was doing my podcast. I was doing it live. And so it was like this. It was multi-stream. And then I would take callers and stuff. I, have, and, I heard you take callers back in the day when I first found you. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing it again, but I have to do it maybe in a slightly different way. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so this person called and he had been on before a few times, called in a few times before. And he called in when I had on my friend Hillary Michaels and she's a medium. And one of the times that he, he called on, he started hitting on Hillary and like saying, hey, you're pretty. I want to go out with you and stuff. And Hillary was like, no, no, I don't want that attention. And she's like, I'm married. I don't I'm not interested in having that attention. And, you know, that was it pretty much. Um, but then he called again another time when I was just solo and he started asking me, hey, can you online on the on this spiritual program? Can you hook me up with Hillary? Can you, wow. can you set us up? And this is all like, you know, published still on my podcast and on my YouTube channel. <laughs> and I was like, dude, she she told you no. She told you she's married. She told you she's not interested. And he goes, but is she married? And I was like, what are you doing here? You're not going to do that here on my show. No, no. Bye-bye. <laughs> and people were like cracking up. I have <laughs> like, I heard, come on here. I heard one troll call you one time and you handled him really well. I feel like it had to do with like being a, a leprechaun or I don't know. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's right. And that was one when, with Crystal, Crystaline Compton was on too, I think. Was it? Maybe. I remember that. Or maybe I was on my own. One person did call. Okay, I, I'm conflating too because one time I got one with Crystal on, and I don't remember what that one was, but the leprechaun one was funny. Right before the person started to say, it was like something about leprechaun and it had like some curse words and you know, some threat, not threats, but um, just rudeness mm -hmm. and calling me names. And right before they said it, I felt this boom. So again, my intuition was like, whoa, something's about to happen. <laughs> oh, good old intuition. Um, yeah. And it, but it was like seriously like two seconds before. And I wasn't sure, even in those two seconds, I thought, well, maybe this person's very sad and needs some support. But no, nah, it was me. No, we all <laughs> and it was okay. have hold hope that benefit give them the benefit of the doubt. And then often our intuition is like, no, and our mind's like, no, 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 give them a chance. And your intuition's like, okay. Yeah. yeah, and it's fine because still, you know what I mean? Like we came together, you know, it's interesting when someone comes into your experience even if it's a negative one and if you're if you hold your intuition you hold your positivity then you 
you actually are releasing healing. And like I said a moment ago, we're giving that love unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And when it's given unconditionally, that means that as I release it, it's no longer my business. So it doesn't matter how they respond to it, what they do with it. It, it is, they own it and it's no longer mine. And if we walked around like and that, how much free, freer would we feel if we could remember that all yeah. of the time? My God. As opposed to being resistant yeah. and uncomfortable and tight and defensive. And everything having you know. conditions. Yes. Well, yeah, because that's tied deeply to our just fear of being able to survive mm -hmm. and fear, you know, of rejection because rejection means death. We need a we need a group to keep us alive. And yes and no, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know, not really. We don't really need a group to keep us alive, alive, but we did when we were kids, obviously. Yeah, I mean, at least with our loved ones, if we take away those expectations, sometimes they show up. Uh, even more free for us because we're not, you know, controlling and tethering them with our energy. Yes. Oh, that's so true. And, or at least we can, we're open to the possibilities of what we could see instead of demanding that we're only going to see what we want to see. Mm -hmm. And if we don't see it, then, you know, negative. And we put on these really tight blinders. Yeah. And only, you know, I will only accept this outcome. Who wants to live? I mean, why do we think we want to live that way? I'm well, not here to. I found I find that the universe always blows my expectations out of the water. So if I'm going to try and control, my life is going to be way more limited than if I just allow myself to be surprised because it's just so much yes. bigger than I I can imagine because I haven't experienced it before. Right, and I like to say that in order for something beyond our wildest dreams to happen, our wildest dreams have to not come true. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I want it beyond that though. Yeah. Well, you are a spiritual, you are a spiritual coach. Would you tell everyone about what the kind of work that you do and I don't know, I just, your journey? Yeah. Well, okay. Some of my journey. Mm -hmm. I, talking about expectations and trying to control outcomes, I really came into this um, in a career in the arts, in acting and being feeling really not seen. <laughs> um, talk about being a projector, uh, hating feeling how much in competition I was with people, hating feeling like things weren't happening for me and really feeling like there was something more out there. And I found, found a group that talked about tapping into your creativity through spirituality. And that was really my hook in an intro. And then I found you and I did programs just like the one that's coming out. And then I got hooked and I wanted more and I more. And like we talk about that onion that someone just talked about in the chat. I, the more layers I peeled back, the better I felt. Um, because I had so much conditioning, I had so much of trying to live a way that wasn't natural to me. Um, and I was starting to let go of that anxiety. I was trying, starting to believe that there was more. I was starting to feel less alone because I was connected into this world beyond myself and people beyond myself. And I was trying, starting to trust more, which meant less fear. And the more I've been on this journey, the better I felt. And I just wanted people to feel as good as I was starting to feel to do the work because I hate that it's called work because it's, to mm -hmm. me, it's so much fun. Um, yeah, it's play. <laughs> yeah, I really got into it by helping people through the artist's way, tapping into their creativity, because creativity is the voice of spirit. We are creator beings. Um, 
And yeah, now I coach and I just, I love, I think this work truly is life-changing and I want everyone to feel powerful and to be able to tap into their intuition and live their design and experiment and mm -hmm. be happy and joyful and strong and confident. And I think intuition and having a practice, um, a daily practice with yourself and devotion to self is the way to do that. Yes, I, I, you know, it's, it's part of it is like not thinking we don't have time. We're just not having, not knowing how, mm -hmm. and again, that's, that's always going to be rediscovered and rediscovered. I actually just had to reset my meditation because I wasn't benefiting from it as much as I could. I mean, mm -hmm. I was doing the time, but it was, my mind had creeped in and started taking control of it. And I was like going through a protocol <laughs> instead of like, you know, some of it, I was probably having some moments of it. And I had to reset by just using guide tracks. And for like probably, I think two weeks, and I shared one of them with you, which, you know, the from my yeah, mentor, that was a good one. hypnotherapist. Yeah, my hypnotherapist and mentor, him, Cheryl O'Neill. She's been on my podcast. And I was just using hers because, you know, she is my, she's sort of my touchstone for my guide, my mentor. And I was like, I'm just going to use hers. And I, for like two weeks, all the ones that she had given me also went over some of my old sessions with her. And so that I could relax and just let go and be guided and like make my mind get the hell out of it. Get you're not welcome right now. We're, we're going to be without you. And I hadn't, it, it, it happened really sneakily. And so like a program, like we have with easy intuition and meditation coaching, you will have things like guide tracks. You'll have the education to deepen and also reset your connection with, you know, the purity of your creative frequency, your intuitive, your intuition frequency. And then of course you have the community. So I'm going to tell a little bit about how it works while we're here. I want to, the program is coming up. First of all, it starts November 1st. Registration is open now and until September 25th. So that's about a week, I think. Oh wait, no, it's 10 days from now mm -hmm. as we're on live. It, we have an early bird discount that takes another, like I think it's 10% off. It's only 200, first of all, for a two and a half month immersive process. Still good. You also could do a payment plan where you do two payments of 111. But if you sign up in the next, I just love to reward the people who are like, on these it. people who are paying attention, yeah, who are on it and I want to give you an encouragement. And also these are the people who are probably following me. And um, so we already have like this deep relationship, you know, people are paying attention to things that come out. So then it would just be 180. And so it is every, during the week, we have a delivery of, uh, content, which would be that education, meditations, prompts for the different um, therapeutic journaling that we're going to be learning about and contemplations and also just time to be in your energy or be in your devotional practice to yourself. So they have a week of things they can do before the program starts. So what you just said? Well, so you are in, you're in my modern mystic life, mm -hmm. which is also like a, a kind of, it's also like a group coaching. It's very, very affordable. That one's only 11 bucks a month. It's ongoing. It's a subscription really. And that it's going to be delivered the same way. So you'll get delivered to you. It comes through your text messages. So you don't have to log in anywhere. 
you can just click right through and you have your lesson or your meditation there. But you can also open that on your desktop, by the way. It doesn't have to be just on your phone. And so that's going to be delivered in what we call a drip. You know what I mean? Like it's going to drip out to you about three times per week, but there might be additional stuff in there. And then on Sundays, we have three meetings in November, three meetings in December, and one in January. So it's going right around that holiday time, which is so great. <laughs> it's like sneaking around it and hugging it. <laughs> <laughs> on Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific, which is noon Eastern, um, we're going to get together for like two and a half hours. We're going to do some hot seat coaching, do a, some more learning. Then we're also going to break out into smaller groups so you can fellowship or practice or just like talk and share so that you get a little intimate community time too. So yeah, during the week, you'll have some of this immersive education and, but it's also going to be easy lesson, like easy to digest, really um, efficient, but um, pointed and tactile in their delivery. So it'll be, it will be easy. The idea, that's why the first word in this program is easy. Oh, Jesus, take the easy wheel and make my life easy and make my connection with me. I children. love that you use that word because the same thing happened to me with my meditation practice. I think I noticed it like a couple days ago where I was like, I'm trying to do again. I was like, show me. I was like sitting there being like, show me what I need to know. And I'm like, what, what am I doing? Just allow. Yeah. And I will go back to your tracks too. You have a beautiful, beautiful hypno journeys. Um, when I need to yeah. just sit back and relax. And that's what it should feel like when we can get back into that mm -hmm. allowance energy. And I love that you use the word easy. I Easy is something that I, I, for me, that is a word that is so important when I'm feeling, let's say a little tight, I'm about to start a session. And you know, the sessions that I do, my big catalyst sessions, they're, they're big and they use every bit of my energy. That's just how I work. They use my body. And I want it to work for them. And I want it to be evidential and I want it to be powerful. And I want to make sure that I'm a clear channel, all this kind of stuff. And right before, I mean, that's a, my mind is going, what the fuck? You can't do any of that, <laughs> even though it happens every time. But it's true. I can't do any of that. I have to be in order for that to flow. And so spirit will come in and be like, help me. Like, how, how do I connect to move forward with this? And they're like, just be easy. Keep breathing. Just keep breathing. It's actually stop doing it, you know, and be easy. And so that's just a, that is a key for me to hook into ease I because it just happens. I have to say, I, uh, we do a nightly gratitude with my daughter every night, even though she can't talk yet. And we do gratitude. Then we do support what we would like support from the universe and then what we would like to manifest. And I'm, oh. I'd say at least a couple times a week, I'm like ease, 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 because I've found that a lot of times, especially with parenthood, I expect it to be hard. And when you expect it to be hard, you bring a lot of that energy in. So why can't I expect it to be easy or allow it to be naturally easy? And I love tapping in. I, you talk about words being egregores and I find them really powerful. I love tapping into the energy of ease. What does that feel like in my body? Mm -hmm. A long time ago, I, not long, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I remember there's, I made this meme because it dropped down into my head. It's on Instagram. And it's like, when I am at ease, I am at one with the universe. Because <sighs> so the universe isn't trying to do anything. No. <laughs> it's just <That's> being. <laughs> yeah. We're like, be something more faster. <laughs> and it's like, not that doesn't work. That's not where it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Just Let me see what's going on in the chat. 
Like, oh, he needs love. I agree, Tiffany. Thank you so much. Hey, if you guys who are here live, if you have any questions or anything you want to share, we're here. And uh, once again, we're, we we love to talk about human design. So if you know your design type or if you have any questions about any of it, we, we'll, we'll hold some space at least or maybe answer questions. We'll see what... <laughs> We'll see what's easy. <laughs> Hi, Trisha. I have to find my aunt's exact birth time, but when she gave it to me yesterday, she could be a reflector. And I was like, uh, are you positive that's your birth time? And she was like, no. And I was like, I need you to find out now. I've asked her like five times. She's only been here for like 48 hours. I'm like, have you found it out yet? Have you found it out yet? Because if you're a reflector, I need to know. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Do you, uh, let me know when you find it out. Oh. That'll be really cool. And you know, so if you have a reflector, because you are, well, they kind of say a slow energy type, which sounds like a bummer, but it's not, it's beautiful. It's an ease. It's an easy <laughs> type. But you, you know, you have to wait to respond in order for things to work for you to be recognized and then to be, not to respond, to be invited. Sorry, saying the generator one. Mm -hmm. And you can do, I told you, you can do that with a reflector. So if she's a reflector and she's going to be staying with you and helping you for a while, you can recognize her and invite her. Yeah, that's You can nice. use her strategy, your strategy on her. Nice. <laughs> I have been doing that. That's cool. I, I had to, this was even, even before I had learned or been initiated into human design, you know, I'm interested in astrology. And I did, it was years that I didn't, I kept asking Brian to get his birth time. And he's like, well, my mom says I was born around dinner time. I'm like, that is not a unit of measurement. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, also, I don't want your mom to just remember, you know what I mean? Like to just pull out of her head because she should give, she could give you Liesl's birth, his sister's birth time, one of his sister's birth time. I'm like, I want it on the paper. Yeah. I want to see the document. Yeah. Let's go to the <laughs> office and get your birth certificate now. I think it was in the attic. And so they finally did it like a cleaning of the attic. And um, he was on the phone with his mom and he was like, Hey, 608, my not. And I was like, oh, putting it in. <laughs> like I had been so thirsty in the desert. I know that feeling so well. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. But I did know about human design by then. And so when I added an extra layer of pressure, like you got to get it. <laughs> and you could feel he was a projector before you. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. And I was like, I told you. And he's like, what does it even mean? <laughs> so then, yeah. But human design is the one thing. My amazing husband is very spiritual and very interested in how I am spiritual, but not spiritual in the same way. Like he, I told you, he makes a joke anytime he's going to kind of be funny about something I'm doing. He's like, oh, will Sandalfon be there? <laughs> it's the only name. Yes, Brian. He thinks it's a funny name. Sandalfon will Absolutely. be there. Why do you have to ask? <laughs> and uh, so he, but that's the one thing that like human, the other things I talked to him about and he's like, oh, okay. But he does, it doesn't really like, in bed in his body he's just like listening to his wife the dancing weird fairy and he's like that's cute you know um okay that's sure that's cool you know but human design has been the thing that he is really like it immediately it like works for him yeah it immediately has he gotten a reading yeah. just me yeah. like he he's just doing his own and no so no officially no is he going around and like i, I wonder system. if they're a generator i wonder if they're a manifesting generator. yes he does do that oh for sure yeah, for sure. And he's like, he's always like, he's some kind of, some kind of generator, some kind of, and we have this one friend where, you know, we're like imagining like, 
we don't know, you know, so a friend we haven't been in touch with for a while because he moved away, but we, you know, we've been very, very close in the past and he's super energetic. And also he's like a hypersexual personality and everything. And I was like, well, Troy, our friend Troy, I'm like, he's definitely a manifesting generator. He goes, I think he's a masturbating generator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's also accurate. Yes, yes. So yeah, he is definitely, and he has a, a person who's a partner in, in like one of the streams of business that he's involved in. I mean, he's entirely a film and television composer, but one of the avenues of gigs that he's involved in. And I keep telling him, and and this guy's wife is also like a channel. At, I mean, how weird is that? Mm. Like he's, yeah. And I'm like, get his birth time. You know, his wife, you know, all we'll know has him initiated into yeah. some things. Yeah, his wife will know for sure. She's definitely hounded his mother. First of all, it's like, what time was I born? And I'm like, 12 of 10 or whatever it was. Chris, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to hear more about your gratitude practice with Sterling, though. So when is her birthday? It's coming up in a, like a week. Yeah. Is it the 25th? 26th. 26. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was close. I was like almost the deadline of our registration. Yeah. It's <laughs> not our registration, but our early birth. I don't know when it started. We've been doing it since she was born, I think. And I up leveled mm -hmm. it to the manifesting supporting based on a homework that I have for a coaching program I'm in with Amanda Merritt. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, at, at night, we, what do we start with? We start with her story and then we, go around and we say, what were you grateful for from today? And not only are we tapping into that energy of gratitude, which helps us manifest and be in more joy, but from a parenting perspective, you're helping them learn what they did for the day. Um, yes. And you're bringing that back and you're bringing the energy of it because right, they they feel energy. They're, they're more into that like psychic without words oh, yeah. type of communication. We're the ones who bring the words in. So I find when you're talking about gratitude, especially you bring up that energy with it. And so mm -hmm. I'm giving her that energy. We're going through the energy and then we're talking about support. And so we're asking, showing her that she can ask for things and then she can create things. So what would you like support on? I'd like support on um, allowing ease in. And what would you like to manifest? Health and wealth. And we go through and each of us say it. Um, that's if my parents are here too. And then we go, and so it is. <laughs> we snap. Oh, I love it. Oh, and you do it with your parents too. Uh -huh. so and then we sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Her middle name's Aster, which just comes from the Greek word star. And then that's it. She goes to bed. Oh, that's so beautiful. So you guys are like setting up this environment for a daily devotional practice, number one. Mm -hmm. You're also like you're you're really enhancing in her that she can have a pure that keeps online that pure connection with her intuition. It's my even biggest before. Goal. Yes. Oh, it's so great. So Carson's going to be teaching uh, in Easy Intuition. She's going to teach on parenting with your intuition. And that's an amazing example of it. Oh, I love it. So, I can't wait. So fun. Oh, Nicole. Yeah, we have a question from Nicole. Oh, so she, well, she says, um, I'm also a projector, but haven't really done much digging into it. It seems very Oh, of course you are, Nicole. You, I know, right? I think I, didn't I already tell you? Yeah, I think. Or was I told someone that Nicole no, was I think a projector? It was me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, she's definitely a projector. I just love her energy so much. Um, so yes, no, here, Nicole, you know this part. I know you know this, but it's still like, even though we know it and you know what I mean? Like that's your mind trying to own it. 
100% your mind trying to own it. You know what I mean? There is a lot of depth available and there's a lot to, you know, pursue embodying about human design and the system. However, all you, all that really you can, that is required for you to work with your, to experiment with it is to work with your type and a strategy. So your type is how your aura works and what the, the function of it, the shape of it, the, the way the energy flows. So as a projector, a projector's aura is focused and penetrating. So like, I think of it like, or yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the projector, their aura even comes to like a point and it's like a vortex. I told Brian, it's like a straw, but it's really like a vortex and it goes, it penetrates into right in the center of other people's auras and takes in the entire being. So I'm sure you can relate to that, Nicole, as a healer and as just the way that your whole life has been, which is why projectors are very sensitive and need more rest because they need to discharge all of that energy they've been taking in, in addition to the fact that they don't have the definition of the sacral um, energy center, the chakra of the sacral, which is a powerful motor. So we don't have that resource that 70% of the population has. And so that's another reason why you need more rest because you just simply don't have the same energy resource. And so you, it works and it works together because you need the rest to be able to discharge what you have taken in from others, but you need the rest because you don't have the same reservoir of energies. So that's your type to understand that's how you work. And your strategy is to um, wait for the invitation. So you are going to be recognized for your wisdom and your brilliance and your guidance and your amazing everythingness. And then you'll be invited to share that guidance and wisdom. So the projectors are the guides and they are the very, very wise guides. But just like it's like unsolicited advice falls on deaf ears, unsolicited guidance doesn't help. Mm -hmm. So that's why in the meantime, while you're waiting, which sucks for the human mind to, to think that I have to wait, but while you're waiting for the recognition and then the invitation, you are just developing that wisdom and you're mastering even more, which is what you want to do anyway. Right, Carson? You oh, just yeah. want to sit around and master and be in wisdom. <laughs> yeah, like just give me all up. the books and like, <laughs> let me sit in my energy and discover things. <laughs> yeah. So that's all like just that. And even starting with contemplating it, contemplation is different than thinking and understanding, mm -hmm. understanding it by its organic language means that we have something above us that we're not bringing in. We're going to continue to stand under that <laughs> concept and not really bring it into the body. Contemplation is a vacillation between the, the, the meditative um, focus energy and the meditative mindful or mindless energy. It's sort of like interpretation. When you're interpreting, it's a creative process and you're like, you know, what does blue mean? What does it feel like? And, you know, you're moving between that, but you're not thinking it and analyzing it. That's what contemplation is, letting it flow in your body. Then it'll bubble up to the mind and have, you know, like, woo, tickle the mind a little bit. But we're really just, um, and, and they say experiment with it. It's not a belief system. It's an experiment. And I say they, but I mean everyone who is, first of all, the messenger, the original messenger of human design other teachers and experts. And just if you're in, if you're working with it, you're just experimenting with it. And when something isn't working right now, however, you know, you are experimenting with it, that's fine. You don't have to force, it's definitely not a religion or a belief system. So 
feeling what it's like to wait for the recognition means you get to master and be in your wisdom and seeing how that works for you. Can so you tell me about how human design is going to come into play in this um, program? Oh, sure. Yeah, that's basically it. So the, the lessons that we're going to uh, really just learn and attune more. So if you've already been in your experiment, I believe that the lessons will also be stimulating for someone who already understands their, understands, who is already working with their type and strategy. And, and, and you know, authority will probably talk about as well, that there's, you know, that isn't only relegated to the type like projectors have many different possible different kinds of authority. Mm -hmm. so that'll be the third lesson. So the lessons will, you know, give us some um, pieces to help us do those main pieces to be able to work in the experiment of your human design. But I imagine that in the coaching sessions, we, there could be some deeper dives into it. And so we're going to see it, which as with everything, you know what I mean? Like we have these kind of foundational lessons that, and then when we get to coaching, we'll see what kind of questions are going to, you know, how we're going to trip out. We're going to be, uh, you know, present with this. So, Does that make sense? Yeah. So the live coaching sessions, which are um, every week? Sundays. Sundays. The, well, yes. Well, but we're going to take, it's uh, three Sundays in November, three in December, and one in January. The dates are on the information page, which I'll put up again. Um, so essentially it is dancing around the holidays in a, in a functional sense. Um, I can tell you the first one, okay, we're starting with the, with the lesson, with the deliverables on um, November 1st, and that is like a Tuesday. So then it's the following, uh, is that the 7th or something like that? No, not the 7th. Terrible with dates. So, <laughs> I can look it up. I don't know. So they'll have had a week it. with some lessons that they're watching on their own, prompts, yeah. et cetera. And meditations. And meditations. Mm -hmm. So they're in the energy and then you show up for coaching and then is there a topic or is it um, questions and you just see where it goes and that's why we might dive, dive deeper into. It's yes, all of that. All of it. Yeah, exactly. There might be, there might be a topic, uh, you know, Carson, you know that I am inconsistent and I'm a chameleon as a my type. And so, and I'm 100% of the time sampling and bringing in, well, re reflecting what this is what I love. Is. I was just gonna say, it's what we need. Because every time I show up in yeah. class, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I created this in my mind. This is what I needed to talk about today. And you're like, you did, exactly. thank you. Thank you for creating this with me. But all of the things you listed, yes, it's a combination of all of that. And there I put the dates up, November 6th, 13th and 20th, December 4th, 11th and 18th and January 8th. Those are our live meetings and they are European friendly. I was just gonna say, because I have family in the UK, they could join, exactly. anybody in the UK, Europe can join. So, and then I have the live coaching, they'll mm -hmm. also be able to go into breakout rooms. That's what you said, right? Yes, yes. I'm excited about that. We'll do, we'll do small breakout rooms because we are going to be doing divination and that we're going to be learning divination tools for daily, like for your personal daily mm. guidance. But if anybody does want to like practice with someone else, you're welcome to. Or if you just want to share a story and support, if you want to uh, celebrate how you are, you know, working with your intuition and, and, or if you just want to like chat for a minute and get to know one that's another. That's going to be I just, huge. I feel like that's when so. a lot of breakthroughs happen, at least in groups I've led. Someone says something and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, that just unlocks something in me. And then you say yes. something and you support them. And it's just this beautiful, magical, no one can, people 
who are just listening can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but like explosion, lava thing in the yeah. middle. Yes, exactly. Just exactly that. Here, Spencer said, would you talk about what it means to be a man? Are you a manifester, Spencer? Um, I know, I, I believe, I, I probably should have known that because I think we've worked together one-on-one, -on -one and I, but I don't recall from sessions and I can feel it in your energy. I haven't dug too deep into human design, but I'm quite interested. Oh, well, we love, I mean, I, I love- so many manifestors type, in my right? life. I love them. You do? Yeah, I it's do weird because it's a small percentage, but I have so many. Yeah. Well, one of our um, amazing, beautiful, delightful friends, Michelle Basil, is also a manifester. And she's actually going to be doing some teaching in the Easy Intuition course, too, because she's a tarot brilliant lady. And that's what a weird thing to say. First of all, I don't really love the word lady for some reason. Tarot brilliant and lady. And tarot brilliant lady. Like, <laughs> I sound like Frank Sinatra. She's going to change her Instagram <laughs> handle, and it's going to be tarot brilliant lady. <laughs> Super awkward. I have an open throat center. Weird shit comes through sometimes. Anyway, oh, she's, she's going to teach on tarot. <clears throat> yeah. That's <laughs> it. All squirrely and weird. <laughs> anyway, um, so Spencer, okay, as a manifester, the manifester aura is very strong, very impactful. Now, the way they describe it, so the, the function of your aura, they just it is described as um, repelling which sounds bad but it's not it's because it is impactful so it is taken into places and it impacts which means that it doesn't mean that you're not sensitive at all because all of the manifestors i know are deeply sensitive it just means that you are meant to initiate and you are meant to impact a space and then you and the way that you are sure to feel like you're connecting and know that you're and functionally connect with others while you're impacting is to inform. So that means that you, because you have this aura that is really uh, has that impact and almost has like a shell on it because it needs to be strong, that some people, it really, it's like they can't get a read on you because they can't, they can't influence you and they can't bring you into their energy because you are moving into and creating an impact in this space. And so if you inform, if you share, what it is that you are, you know, feeling how you are being the creative force, then people can understand and, and connect with what's going on with you. The manifester is, has this power to really catch a wave of manifestation of or, or creator frequency. And it's like you catch it and then you're writing it and you're writing and you, you are like a forefront of it because you have such an impactful energy. And then, and you ride that for a while and you need to let other people know what this creation creator energy is that you're writing is. So for example, in the functional life, Michelle, by the way, is writing in uh, a musical and it's a movie musical and it's on her website. So I'm not telling her secrets or anything. And she's writing it, she's creating it. So she has these people who are working on her team and she needs to let them know, I'm doing a revision of the script. So stop writing that song right now. Um, a co-writer, she needs to say, um, I'm not going to take your notes right now. I'm going to work on my vision with it for a while. Uh, you know what I mean? Like she has to inform them about her vision and the, the wave that she is writing of creator frequency so that they don't come and ask her questions that will distract her from her process too. That's a big part of it because if they get stopped in that writing that powerful wave, then it can make them feel this explosion of anger because it's like they've 
this creative energy has been now stopped and it's like, no, and it like builds up in their body and then it feels like anger and they have to release it. So that's another part of the strategy of informing so that you can continue to flow forward as well as people being able to connect with you. What do you think about that, Spencer? Don't you love the man? And then it's so interesting because they're not self theme as anger, but like for Michelle as our example, I'm like, she gets angry ever. <laughs> she's so sweet and gentle, but she's like, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, behind closed doors in my room alone, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screaming into a pillow, which by the way, one of my, someone who was on my podcast, who's a manifester said she literally does that. She screams into pillows. Was it, so I was going to charge up that. the, was it Tressa? I was going to bring up yes, her example uh -huh. of parenting and then being on the wave and kids coming and stopping it. And uh, yeah. Must Can you imagine? Be hard. <laughs> That's a manifest. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Nicole says it was nice listening. Okay, nice. Oh, thank you for joining. And who is this? Let's see. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I got worried about the. It says your dream reality already exists. The key is to tune to it to make it visible. Tune to it. Model the feelings, thoughts, and actions of that version of you. I love that. I agree. It's a. Uh, it's how I say affirm it till you learn it, which is a way to reframe fake it till you make it. But yeah, mm. tune into it and, and let it be through you. Oh, thank you so much for that. And there's another comment here. I should probably look at them first. Give yourself permission to be it now and watch reality change. Hope you have a great day. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You. I say I should probably. I know, that's because, really funny. Because their do, trolls do show up. <laughs> Just put it up there. I'm very trusting apparently, but we can all handle it, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. This person says, oh, here, I want to read this. This person, Kat, says, my reading was I'm a manifesting generator 5-1. Oh, you're 5-1, right? Take on them. I am. And then she's an emotional. Um, yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, manifesting generators, you guys have all the cool shit. My husband. I mean, I'm yes, my daughter. and your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And your dad, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Molly. Take a sip. You and I are both reading a book by the author is Robin Wynn, MF. She's an MFT marriage family therapist, <clears throat> and it's Understanding Your Clients Through Human Design. Did I get the title? Yep, I think so. Don't have it with me. <clears throat> it's so great. And so, you know, Carson's a spiritual coach, and I, I'm a hypnotherapist and, you know, counselor, guide, teacher, all that kind of stuff. So, it really is talking about <clears throat> working with people in that sense and understanding, you know, being able to use their human design to support and help them. And the reason I mentioned this, Kat, is because in the book she says, if if life is a game, that right now, if you if you were to be able to win the game as it as so so as it is right now, you need to be a manifester or a manifesting generator. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually maybe she says generator or manifester of some kind, but really manifesting generators, you got all of the cool toys. That doesn't mean you don't have challenges, 100 percent you do. However, you know, the system is a little bit set up to favor that. And we are all, and by the way, it's interesting because even though you have manifesting qualities and you do have the energy of a generator <clears throat> and it's still, there's a condition, you can be conditioned to the negative aspects of those expectations, even though you have the positive qualities of it. So conditioning is a thing for all of us. All right, so manifesting generators are fundamentally generators. This means that their aura is open and enveloping. Mm. So where manifestors come in and they 
impact with their aura. <clears throat> Generators come in and their aura opens up and just like coalesces. And I love it. Makes, everyone it gives me a hug <laughs> if it's a nice, if they're nice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> totally. If they're, yeah, exactly. If they're in a, in a kind of shadow um, frequency of themselves, then it feels like, ah, you know, it feels uncomfortable because you're being enveloped into that. Yeah. And we all have that obviously tendency. If a projector is in a, a shadow frequency of their aura, they're going to penetrate and, and they're going to, you know, you're going to feel that poke yeah. of negativity. <laughs> they're going to take in and they're going to highlight the negative about what they've taken in about you anyway just to say that we all have the potential to be in our shadow frequency, shadow band frequency, whatever it is that we are. <clears throat> so, yes, so that's what fundamentally the aura is a generator bringing open and enveloping and bringing in. And you have, as, as a generator, you have that sacral energy, which is a powerful motor to do work or really to do what you love. And by the, it's kind of like, you think of a worker bee, which I know again in, in like negative human collective thought is like, that's bad. It means you don't have, no, the, the worker bees love the queen so much and want to be able to do and love their community and love everything. And they're just moving around. They don't have any conditioning. They're moving by that beautiful, deep frequency that says, do, you know, feel, be this. And then that will cause you to do these things like build and serve. And it's really a beautiful, pure energy. You're able to build, you're able to do work, but really only if it's something that you love and the depths of that intuition inside you will direct you right to it. So that's the thing about a generator. We get conditioned to do things that we have to, and the things that we love are not going to be successful or, you know, or not going to work or not correct. But that's really the only way a generator's energy, that pure uh the golden worker energy is something that is a gift and of service to themselves and others. So then they can't and sleep. Then the, they can't sleep. Exactly. Well, they, if they aren't able to use their energy all up and by the end of the day, they can't sleep. And if they are using their energy in a way that, that they don't love, then they burn out. So it's like a weird conundrum, no matter what happened, you know, no matter what is going on. So then you have manifesting qualities. That means what it literally means is that you have a, a, a connection between that powerful, sacral, delicious energy motor to your throat, which is the manifesting center. So you have a, you have a direct line or a powerful line, a channel between that uh, capacity to build and move and do what you love to manifest, to, to let it flow out so that it actually it is a kind of impact, like we talked about Spencer having the impactful aura of a manifester. You have those qualities. And then the five one, that is your profile. I have a five one profile too. The profile is kind of like your role you play in life. And so the five is, is it's called the heretic, which means that you are a disruptor, but in a, in a good way, you know what I mean? Like I like to, to like, feel how things are or witness how something is kind of like stagnant or not really helpful. And then I like to get in there and either ask a question or make a statement that goes, Hey, Oh, let's think in a fresh way. That's that kind of disruption. And then the one energy is the investigator. You love to learn. You love to, you know, pull in information that you know feels really good inside you. So that's generally what it's like. It's called the heretic and the investigator disruptor. And then the investigator, we love to learn. 
and emotional response. So <clears throat> the emotional response or the emotional authority means that that is your that is the way you can make decisions. But you have an emotional wave, so you have to wait until you have in relation to a topic. Wait till the emotional wave is passed, so you've really um, absorbed all of the information from the emotions, and then you can make a decision. You can make a choice as opposed to acting and making a decision when you're emotionally heightened, because then it could you know like that's you don't have all the information. You can make an, an incorrect decision for you. Understanding There's a lot of information. Defined <laughs> emotional center and undefined emotional center. When you explained it to me, it was such a game changer for the way I live my everyday life knowing that my loved ones need to ride that emotional wave and knowing that I need to not be around when they do it. Yeah. And your, your, both your dad is emotional as well. Both my parents are emotional. And your, but Chris is not your husband. Chris is, is, not. is He's sacral, right? Mm -hmm. He has a sacral Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, but you grew up in a home with two <laughs> emotional <laughs> waves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. So if you, I if you don't have, yes, exactly. If you don't have an emotional uh, set, if your emotional center is, is your solar plexus, by the way, is undefined. That means that when we feel someone else's emotional wave, it feels more heightened to us than it even does to them. It's really what happens to the, it's the empath, really emotional empath, because then you like you, you normally, your natural way is just like calm, swimming like a lake, mm -hmm. just a pure, beautiful glass lake. And then they're going, whoosh, I'm an ocean. <laughs> and they're having fun doing it and they need to do it. And they're like, oh, I'm on a roller coaster. And they're like, ah. Yeah. yeah. And so then to the person who has the undefined emotional center, that wave feels like really powerful because it's not natural to your body. And so, yeah, then we amplify it. So they think they're like, you know, like, eh, I'm a little peeved. I'm like at a four. And to us, they're like, oh my God, they're so pissed. It's like an eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the second I understood that, I was able to just be like, okay, I'm going yeah. to let that happen. It's not personal. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. But the, the, there's a benefit to amplifying. It's like, I think we have no choice but to amplify it in a sense, but we don't have to believe it identify or, or identify yeah. or be afraid. Exactly. Because yep. I think if we get in there and we, we amplify it, it's like we're spreading it out. Mm. And then they can also kind of see and feel the details of it as well, if that makes sense. That makes sense. It, I don't know. It's you. It's a visual for me. Like, I think it's like, it's like diluting it a bit in a sense, you know, adding some space between it because we're making it louder. And uh, yeah, it helps them to, to tap into the qualities of what's going on. Spencer says, oh, wait, I'm saying, hi. Hi, Kelly. Nice to see you. Love you so much, Kelly Halija. Spencer is a three five. That's your profile. So uh, the five is the second number, which was what I was talking about, the heretic, you know, the disruptor. The five also comes with a really big projection field, which means that people project onto the people who are carrying the five profile. And so, you know, that can be a good thing. And then sometimes it's not a good thing, but that's, it's not really your business what they're projecting onto you. That's your, that's your unconscious energy. And then the three energy is, it's the, um, what is the name of it? Well, I can tell you, it's basically the experimenter. It's one who is 
it's like trial and error. And that sounds again pejorative because we think error, MF, or why are there so many mistakes? But no, it's more like the experiment, like being in a lab and working with, you know, like working with what works and then learning from it. And my husband's a three five, so. Yeah. Oh, really? It, it works really, yeah, exactly. And then Kat said, wow, thank you. Oh, described me so well. I've been into astrology mostly, but touching with human design. Yes, it's really. And, you know, if you're into astrology, you probably will have a great affinity for it because it has astrology in it. So it's that's a big part of it. And um, so, yeah, so that's the kind of stuff, just like what we're going through today. We are going to be working with the, the some of the basics of human design. And, you know, so, yeah, we'll talk about the type the strategy and then probably the authorities maybe if people again if they ask about profiles when we get into the coaching just like we talked about it right now we'll talk about that a little bit but it really is building that foundational practice with your own energy so if you are highly empathic highly sensitive and that you got you got you got good company with me and with Carson <laughs> by the way everyone is sensitive but we just have different ways that we tap into sensitivities but I got to say as a reflector, so all of my energy centers are open or undefined. Mm -hmm. So I understand all of the sensitivities quite. I live all of them quite well, and, and also quite poorly some of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but that helps you help us, even when it's right. you know making the quote unquote mistakes or not living yeah. as you would think yeah. the best way to do it would be. But that um, helps us even more because you can be like, mm -hmm. I did that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am a cautionary tale. <laughs> well, I think we should, we can go ahead and get, you know, get close to wrapping this up. I just want to mention again that the easy intuition and meditation coaching, it is, uh, the registration is open now. We have an early bird discount off the already very affordable. It's 200 if you pay once. I pay a one payment or 111 for two payments. Really super easy again is, is the key here. And then we have an early break that takes another 10% off until September 25th. It is also very easy in how we are connecting together because the content will be easy content to digest, but very impactful, very powerful. And it's going to be just delivered throughout the week for you to be able to take into your day so that you can put it on while you're in the car, put it on while you're doing dishes and or like really take some sacred time, whichever way, which I encourage you to do at least once per week if you're building a new practice around it. I think that's the and best way to change habit um, is when mm -hmm. you start bringing it into your everyday life and you have examples or prompts or ways to bring it in and you're reminded about it. Um, yeah. That's that's huge. I think it's it, yes because it's like you're hijacking, you're taking back the the structure of your life that mm -hmm. has been created that maybe it's now kind of like running without you is running you if you start to inject it into that then then your life starts to change and I did that when I had my spiritual awakening I still had my old career for about I think oh is that four no like five years actually my transition out of which is really not that long to build a new career well, I used to have a career it's all right it's okay but <laughs> but the days were long while I was doing that it seemed but I, I had to drive a lot with my old job. And so that's what I did. I was like, okay, perfect. It's a day for me to listen to this audiobook, listen to this podcast, this YouTube, whatever it is. And 
it's it changed it injected into my day and started to change everything and then when i showed up for the professional meeting and you know that i had to have then i was like all high vibrational and <laughs> really ready to to be a blessing in that space it can be every aspect of your life and not in an airy fairy i don't live in this world type of way but i mean like when you're picking out your food at a restaurant when you're brushing your teeth you're so it really can, you can embody it um, mm -hmm. and it can shift every, every part of your day and it really feels good. And I love that we're going to give people ways to do that. Um, yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. And then the real, and then, you know, the juicy part of us getting together in the easy intuition where you have those weekly prompts, lessons, meditations and everything. And then on Sundays, we're going to get together for about two and a half hours for coaching and gathering and witnessing and shifting and changing more learning and um, hot seat coaching, which, oh, don't you love hot seat coaching? Don't you love to be in the hot seat as well as watch others in the hot seat or witness them? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Hot seat coaching is like one person called, actually, Abraham Hicks basically does hot seat coaching. So she calls someone up and they ask a question and then, and then it's answered. And I mean... I've actually been to one of Abraham Hicks one live and I was like, I could just listen to this. <laughs> it was nice to be in the room, but it was the same, you know, I didn't get up in the hot seat and I was just as shifted and changed. And it was a really awesome immersion. So we're, you know, we'll be doing all of those kinds of things. It's, it, it, I mean, the way that it works, it's whoever goes up, it's going to shift you. It's going to have something to do with, you're like, Oh my God, that happened to yeah. me. It's like so aligned always. And it's like they're saying yes to this energy and you're there. So you're saying yes. And so all of these magical things happen just in the allowance and just in the saying yes. Yes. It's very cool. Yes. I say yes to that. Mm -hmm. So Carson, you have a website. Will you tell us what your website is? And then you can also find it in the show notes or the replay or however it is that you are. Yeah. It's just and my name. How they can connect with you. www.carsondoherty.com. Not everything's there yet, but still a way to connect with me until all the offerings are up. I'm in a very much in a creation metamorphosis cocoon, not cocoon, but like, you know, the wings are just coming out. Things are shifting and changing. New offerings are on the offing. Um, well, I mean, I'm considering you literally all that. Yeah, you've been yeah, you've been literally in <laughs> you literally created this year. Yeah. Because <laughs> our daughter is almost one year old. So, yep. yes, we've been in a deep creation phase. Yep. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how your life just like mirrored it? it like mirrored your gestation? <laughs> I mean, it's always my, the spiritual lessons and what is happening inside than reflecting outside. It's just, I mean, you just can't make it up. I'm always like, can you, you can't write this like, shit. You can. I can. And I can't. <laughs> All right. Well, we will, you know, sign off now. Carson, thank you so, thank so much you. for coming on with this me. Fun. Super fun. Super fun. And you know, this is gonna be posted. This is also posted, I should say, in a second on my podcast. It's on the YouTube channel. Um, and I'll probably at some point post it on Instagram. Those are all ways that you can connect with me. And in the show notes here, you have different ways to connect with Carson to be able to sign up for easy intuition and meditation coaching. And be that's so fun. I'm so excited for everyone that's going to do it. Me too. Like, it's Me too. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.